2: everybody, and welcome to the Marble Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan.
1: And I'm Commander Wolf. Wow, that voice cracked. jeez. And Marbula
2: One continues. Yeah, oh my god, voice crack central right there. Waffa, are you
1: out of puberty yet? Like, like,
2: um, uh, out of puberty? <laughs> it's like, it's like, like my throat's kind of tightened up there. It's like, yeah. Ugh. That happens. Drink some water, man. Drink some water. Uh, Speaking hey, of drinking water, all right. Um, like a few couple weeks ago, I don't think I mentioned this here, uh, a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago... I was I just got really dizzy um, at the end of like an evening one time I was just doing work uh, later into the evening like some physics or whatever and I, I don't know if it was stress or just I didn't drink enough water that day but I just had this attack of dizziness and I couldn't I couldn't do anything the rest of the night it was like crazy I couldn't like organize my thoughts at all in my head it was just all over the place and thoughts were racing and I couldn't like it was a weirdest thing ever like all your thoughts that you've had in the past week going through your head at the same time it's crazy crazy feeling hmm. so um drink water guys because i've been drink. i've been more act- <laughs> no i'm serious i've been actively drinking water like like making sure i drink a couple bottles a day since that happened and i haven't had it happen again since so hmm. hydration is important because if you don't hydrate it is and you and you don't do that a lot then you can actually like you know the lack of water can actually like give you that get that dizziness uh factor so be aware of that guys yeah my little advice for you today um and yeah the dizziness thing was not fun at all it was just wow it was felt so weird I like I was scared there I was like oh my god am I like dying (laughs) um which was overkill Uh, but still it wasn't wasn't easy to get through um
1: yeah I remember when I I, like when I was younger like I was like oh soda's all the way but like now that I'm like an adult like I honestly like I think water is my preferred drink just because it doesn't leave like a a a strange aftertaste ever like like, sodas and stuff like that whenever you drink them after you're like you're done taking your sip you kind of at least for me i kind of feel like that like dissatisfaction like oh it's it's, like like to get to drink more like like it always like entices you to drink more like like because it wasn't that last bit wasn't satisfying enough whereas water like it's it's just water
2: yeah it's so tasteless that it's like it's it's doing it's functioning as a purpose and it's not Mm -hmm. like leaving this weird taste in your mouth right um right no i i agree with that i i'm I'm like a mix i love soda i i mean classic coca-cola is my favorite i just love drinking it but i also drink a lot of water because um you know i mean sometimes you just crave water you just your body just needs something Mm -hmm. refreshing so you got to mix it up you can't just drink you can't just drink soda all the time and be like okay well part of soda is water so it's okay no that's not how that works um so yeah drink drink many things that's what we're saying (laughs) um yeah so uh yeah, we got a lot yeah. going on this week in Marble One. Wow. Um I heard oh, yeah. there was another Dion thing that Waffle talk about. Waffle introduce uh yeah. so I can't believe. I can't believe this guy keeps doing things. I mean what I, I I'm assuming he didn't hear last week's show, but uh yeah, it's uh, <laughs> He's got he's got to he's got to chill it out. He's got to keep the um, purpose and the goal, the mission really is the word, um, and the you know the the presence of, of JMR and it's the channel and the videos and the community. He got to keep that in mind first before he does things that may compromise the outcome of, of that. So uh, yeah, enough of that though. I think Johnny Marble is raring to go with the news. So um, let's see him get to that, and uh, we'll see you after the news with a lot of Marvel sports talk primarily. Team Primaries, Marbula One Racetrack.
0: Hello, Marble Sports fans. I am Johnny Marble, and as always, I am coming to you for M.S.W. We got a lot of news, so let's get right into it. GP9 of Marble 1 Season 2, Pallet Park was a short yet speedy course that really tested the Marbles' agility and control. This course featured some of the closest racing we've ever seen with Marbles, constantly swapping positions, the most notable of which being Waspy from the Midnight Wisps, who started in Dead Last. but managed to fight their way to the front of the pack. They were so fast, in fact, that they nearly lapped Limeline on lap to number 22, but they managed to block Waspy, resulting in a blue flag. It was down to the wire, but in the end, Waspy still managed to take first, followed by Speedy in a very close second, and Smoggy three seconds behind in third. Perhaps the most surprising result of this race, however, is that for the first time this season, the Crazy Cat's Eyes didn't get a single point. Although they may have just been taking things easy this time around, as only three other teams even have a shot at beating them in the overall standings, and with only three races left, that chance is a slim one. These final races are sure to be incredibly exciting, so you better not miss them. Well hey, we got through the news, and look at us, we bonded a bit more. I'm Johnny Marble, you, my dear listener, are the best one in the world. Let's kick it on back, and continue now with the podcast.
2: We have returned from the news everybody. Thank you Johnny Marble for bringing us the news this week. It's uh, very busy this week. A lot of Marbula 1, a lot of new things going on in Marble Sports like the new uh the weird the snow marble rally partnership deal thingy, right, Wolf?
1: Uh yeah, so like it's uh it's a it's uh in uh I ble- I, I, fe- <clears throat> I forget what is the language that they I believe it's is a is, uh, what's their language that they speak? Dutch i don't know dutch yeah dutch I uh, no but, like, idea so like, I <laughs> there's a dutch collaboration for with marble rally and like it's going to involve snow uh one of the ha- i don't i think one of the hashtags is hashtag run Funk, which might be what the the thing is i because like i don't know another one is stefano kizos Ke- 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 so maybe You're that's having trouble also... with those names bro <laughs> hey like, i i don't i don't know how you pronounce a lot of dutch things so i'm just trying my best but like that's interesting to note. Um, finally, like we were right. they like, yeah, they changed the name from Marble, Sand Marble Rally to Marble Rally, and we're going to do things that aren't sand-related, which is wonderful. It's yeah, great. we, we imagined some
2: something a little bit different, but
1: uh, yes, they are right. doing
2: that a little bit. Um, it's good to see that kind of weird stuff, though, um, there's that extra kind of stuff going on besides just the normal couple of tournaments. So, yeah, it's good to touch on that. But as we get into the episode today, I do want to remind you a couple things. First off, remember to check out the Racing Marble League. We're going to touch on them for about five minutes today. Um, it, the channel is great. I think the first video came out great. It was a tryout video, so a lot of time trials, a lot of, you know, t- we're trimming down marbles from like 47 to 20 um, for the main event. So, um, you know, the, things are getting going, but I think the quality is great. Um, I'm, I'm, of course, doing the commentary, so the commentary, I can't really give a great, a bad, or a good on that. It's whatever you guys think, um, I however you guys think I did, but... Um, I think I did pretty well, I think. So, um, yeah, but it, it's just the quality and the, the structuring is all um, just very awesome. The track design is actually custom made. So, uh, really worth checking out. Also, don't forget to check out the, um, uh, not check out, use the MSW Podcast email, MSWPodcast at gmail.com, and email into us pretty much anything you guys want. You can email us about marbles. You can email us about, you know, ask us questions, give us advice. Uh, ask for advice, just whatever, you know, tell us random things or talk to us about serious Marvel topics. Um, We want to uh, engage with you guys who listen weekly as best we can. So we want your emails. Uh, With that being said, um, we're going to cover a couple small topics uh, early in the episode today, dodge into some trivia real quick, and then we're going to get into the bulky episode with Pallet Park. So hang on for a little bit, and then we'll really be covering um, the main uh, Marvel 1 race, uh, a little bit later in the episode. So with that being mm-hmm. said, WAF, take us away. Explain to us the other thing Dion had to do in this past week.
1: Alright, so for those of you who don't know, uh Dion made a tweet and like. Ba- uh That's always a when mistake
2: I wa- not- made a tweet <laughs> when I, when I, mean, I, as soon as that's happening, it's a mistake.
1: Alright, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah like um and like up uh, in the it was like a clip of what I can only assume was uh a little skit that happens in one of the future races in M1. And what I didn't find out until after watching it, cause I thought it was, it was, it was, it was just really great. I enjoyed it a lot. Apparently uh, Dion had uh, released that without uh, asking permission from anybody else, like in the JMRC or anything. So it's like, basically he basically leaked footage ahead of time without, uh, you know, getting the permission to do so. Uh, I'm not going to actually t- say what the skit is. So like, if you want to like, you know, go in blind, I, I don't worry. I'm not going to spoil, or ruin that for you. But like, yeah, it's interesting. Uh I remember one of his replies that like uh like people asking him like like, like I think someone said something about like on the lines of like like J like like why are you doing this against type like, Yellows channel and it's like 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 well like we kinda own it 50-50. So like I guess in his eyes, like he has the right to post something if he wants to. And, like the skit doesn't like spoil the race or anything. So like it's it's not gonna be, it's not something too uh detrimental to the overall experience. It's just that like it is something that like Would have probably been better if I had like was watching the the start of the video and then I saw this happen blind, you know. I guess so, like. Right, right, yeah, and I think it's the principle
2: of it. You, I mean, you can't even even if you're the head of your channel, JMR is not just a one person operation anymore. That is true. It's it's not even an argument. It's definitely not just a one person operation. So it's. You can't just do things without checking with anyone else first, even if you're technically the owner of all things JMR or the co-owner. You got to, you know, you got to check with the community and you got to you should be asking other people, staff, things like that, what they think about certain decisions. And I just think that that should have happened. DN should have been like, okay, well, I have the sneak peek. I think it'd be cool to post. What do you guys think? Should we post it? And even if they were like, yeah, it's a great idea because it doesn't really affect the outcome of the race. It's just a little skit and, you know, the race is still the race. But. I uh, you know just them knowing just them being able to also approve of that kind of stuff it, mm-hmm. it it builds that trust it shows that the organization of JMR all the people working in it are together in what they're doing they are cohesive in all of their decisions and and it's just the image it's the image of it where um it looks like. Dion's doing his own thing and everybody else in JMR is doing something else and it, it, that can have an effect on how people view the channel or people view Dion and, and, and in my opinion, Dion is extremely important and, and, and I have to be honest, without Dion's existence, JMR would not be where it is today. I'm, I guarantee you that for 100% sure. And that mm-hmm. may sound odd to say, but there is a... Re- like. Jell makes great videos. He does amazing things, but his, his, um, his mind is not made, um, nor does he really have much time for this, to, to do all the, the business side, to do all the advertising, to keep the social, me- social medias active, to do all that extra right. stuff that's required to keep JMR as awesome as it, as it is. And Dion is there for that. He does all that, and he, um, or at least, delegates that out to the JMRC a little bit as well. But he is the reason that stuff happens. And so, if there's a bad image on him, he, well, that's that's gonna affect um, how Dion's viewed, and that could be bad for the future, especially when you need Dion so badly. So I'm just, I'm really, I'm really hoping that Dion and the other people in the JMRC and uh, just JMR are gonna be able to work things out and and just, you know, have a good kind of you know, focus going forward about working together and keeping each mm-hmm. other updated on what's happening and letting other people give their ideas because that's going to be um, how um, the, the JMR uh, organization is going to keep a good image outside of the videos, which is extremely important.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Um. I, it, this one, like, like, unlike the last week's uh, drama, like this wasn't anything malicious. Like this was just him. I think, being excited, like, and like, showing off awesome. and, and like it is a cool skit I won't deny I, I really like mm. it I think it's it's very fun it's, it's, it's a nice little skit but like I it, I do agree like he like he really needs to like communicate with the team on this cause like like, if, like if stop surprising them with stuff cause like uh, otherwise like like it's just gonna be like they're just gonna get getting surprised by things and won't know how to react and you know? it's like yeah yeah <laughs>
2: No, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, communication is key. Communications keeps things together. Even if things don't always go well, even if people don't always get along, the fact that you're communicating is going to be the way that you sort that out and keep everyone feeling like um we're at least working together. Um, so that's extremely important. I I, I can't. There's no other way to stress that. Um, I hope Dion um you know maintains a good level of maturity here. Um, and can not and doesn't like get too um you know outside of the comfort zone of everybody else. So um yeah, I mean I mean it, this is not a huge deal again, this particular moment, but it's just the principle of what could happen going forward. I mean that tr- trust is is a is a nebulous area that is built and destroyed very quickly and um, it needs to uh stay good between all the the organization members. Mm-hmm. So um with that being said, um we're going to not dwell on the Dion thing the whole time. Um, But I do want to touch on one other uh, thing real quick, and that is the Racing Marble League. I don't know if you guys saw the first episode, and you know that I'm going to tell you to go watch it. Um, It's good marble sports. It really is. Um, I I, I saw it. Of course, I commented it, and probably a bunch of you have seen it. Um, I just thought it was well done. I mean, yes, it was 47 marbles for a time trial, so I agree that that's long to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to remember that his style is a little different than JMR's in the sense that He's letting each he's letting forty seven different people in this case or forty six because someone has two for some reason, um send in marbles, okay, like pay to sponsor marble and then those those marbles are then raced um uh you know on the track and of course only twenty one are gonna make it into the uh the main event of six uh straight marbula one type races um I don't even want to say marbula one type races circuit type races yeah that's Um, a better description and so to give or everybody who's paying for marble, their time a day, he's doing four tryout events. So, um, I, I that might seem like wow, that's a lot of qualifying events. But I think it, I think it's important. I think it's good that he's giving that time to everybody um, who sent in a marble. That's why there's so many marbles. And I think it's really smart because you're letting the community and at least those 47 particular viewers, they're going to be really um, focused on you know their marble because they paid to have one in there. They're they're investing in a competitor in the race so i really thought um i really like how he's doing it i think that uh i mean i'll Waf commented on this as well of course but i think the track design was pretty good um for the time trials i think there's so many see this is this is the de- here's the thing jmr of course does a great job but 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 i think uh the race marble league takes it further as far as actually having things on the track that uh change things up a little bit like if you look at the first uh race of course he had like two sectors and the second one was the like the the single file rail which i think was okay Um, for the time trials. But that first sector with track pieces, they're first of all custom made, but he has so many different little features. Like he has that highway section which branches out into being twice as wide as the normal track, which is really cool. Um, He uses attenuators too, like JMR does, um, little chevrons, things like that. He has pieces of track that are purposely bumpy. He has pieces of track that have certain 90 degree drops he has those pieces of track that have grooves on the center to create lanes within the track um just a lot of in my opinion a lot more creativity as far as actually within the track piece themselves and Mm -hmm. that's something that i really like to stress i think is a really big deal and just a really exciting part of of this series Um, not to say jmr doesn't have great racing it's just that the one thing i want to see from them is more of that direct track involvement and actually when we talk about pallet park in a second um, there is something that I saw in particular for Powell Park that I did like, so there's going to be some positivity there. Um, but wow what do you think about it?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's really great. Um, I remember when I started the video, I was very confused, like, wait a minute, like, how are they going to be able to pass each other on the Corsetti rails? I like, oh, wait a minute, this is time trials. Okay, I see. But then, like, but, uh, yeah, like, in regards to the tracks, I do love, like, how much variety there is. Like, it allows them to create so many different, um, scenarios. Like, like, they can create, like, a almost, like, like a rough, like off road, quote unquote, section of a track if they wanted to for more like deserty themed thing, like like this and like it just it allows for so much more interesting um uh track designs that uh the limit that the limited Corsetti tracks can't really do because like while JMR has actually been implementing some more things like like that giant bank turn like as far as I'm aware that's not Corsetti parts that's like their own plastic yeah. and that they've maybe been three D printing possibly, but like like like. Just the Corsetti rails, well, the the track itself is not even, like, flat. Like, it's, like, I got these grooves in it, which I've never understood what the point of those grooves were. Like, never like,
2: understood either. I, I don't know why they did that. Yeah,
1: because like the uh the, the marketing image I've seen, like, it's, like it's like the like a flat track that's on the ground. It's like wait, do they expect the kids to push the marbles along the track? Like like, like what? That's what like, I've never understood the court.
0: Like this. Yeah, that's what it's supposed track. to be.
2: It's supposed to be for like really really young kids, and like you just oh. lay the track on the ground and they just push it over and like it's, you know it's imaginative play. It's like pretending. I see. even though it makes so much sense to just use it as a uh, marbula one stuff. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> You know, i i I, I don't I don't really know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Quercetti is extremely happy that what happened mm-hmm. with their track has happened with oh, their yeah. track. Because do you know how many people, even in in my small circle of marble sports community awareness, I've heard been like, "Where do you get Quercetti track? How can I buy Quercetti track? Oh, I'm buying Quercetti track! Oh my god, the sales must have gone up um so much uh from JMR, which is <laughs> it's that is um. Yeah, this is a much better use for it than the one they advertise. I, I don't even yeah. know why they they make it bumpy. They might even switch and try to make smooth instead of like that that naturally bumpy track or something like that. Yeah. I don't know.
1: like J Mars kind of utilized that like that uh that bumpy section. Like, I don't think they did it in the remake of the motorway, but in the original motorway, like there was like a boost section, but then like the two sides of the boost had the uh, the flat. Uh, I'm assuming like the the um, plastic or such cardboard or whatever for the track removed, so there's, there's like a, um. it's like rough grooves so like they would actually sew the marbles down so they've utilized the uh, original track to some degree to add some variety every now and again but uh, not very often and I, th- I think like that yeah like either um one like making their own tracks or even purchasing tracks from the racing marbles league because as far as I'm aware they are selling those on they their are websites. selling yeah
2: and I was gonna mention that too um they are selling they make really good tracks that's another thing I have to highlight their tracks are actually like. Well, equal. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever you you could compare the two and get really picky about it, but in the general sense, equal to the quality of Marble Drome, uh, quercetti they're just good. They're they're well structured. They're not bulky. They're not odd looking. They look clean. They look structured well, and they do look different. They do look different um, mm-hmm. from the Study rails. Now, for some reason, he went with like the almost the now he went with a lighter shade of gray, but he still went with the gray color. But he has some other pieces that are brown in color, um, lighter gray in color, red even, and and mm-hmm. it's just he he goes so deeper, he goes so much deeper with the features on the on the track pieces, and and it's just something I wish like um I wish to see more in JMR. Um, now you don't want to overdo that, of course, because then then you get more of an obstacle course and less of a race, and that's to be wear of, right? But I don't know, I just think like, 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 okay, just one of the little track pieces, because, you know, they're about a foot long or something like that, maybe one of them in a in a particular dra- track that JMR makes, one of those pieces take the cardboard off the bottom and have the grooves. So all the marbles have to pass over this groove section um, once per lap. And it's just a short groove section. It's not going to affect them that much, but it adds a visual appeal of like, wow, there's actually something different going on here. And it also adds, it does add an element to the race. Cause now like, depending on how you go into that groove section and things like that, that's going to affect your speed and your direction. And, and that could be, um, actually interesting and actually really, um, add a lot to the race. Even just that simple act of like, like it takes like three seconds to go remove the cardboard from one of the pieces. So, um, you, you know, I, I harp on about that a lot, but I, I just, you, I, I'm like, we're, we're so good already with JMR. Let's get that extra little step. And that's what I feel the Racing Marble League is doing as far as track design goes. They're going that extra little step to have really cool extra features. So, um, I have to give them credit for that.
1: Indeed. Right. Like, uh, I, um, they also sell like their launcher, like the, the, so like, like like JMR wouldn't need, need to like uh, have to figure out like uh design a launcher for themselves if they wanted to get rid of the conveyor belt. Uh, they could like actually just like basically get that implement that real quick and like that would work out. I do think like it is important, I guess, maybe not to like to just completely adapt all of their like track designs and style because like at that right. point then there's no more like for one thing you, you kind of lose that JMR charm. and also like at that point like the uniqueness between racing marble leagues and JMR. It's just really blurred and it's like well then what's the point of the other one existing is basically they look and feel very similar even though like like the camera work of jmr and like the teams are always different will definitely have like their own special feel to them like just having them like look the same in terms of track uh style would right. uh I, I think be uh also to a detriment so like basically like, i i'm definitely all for uh jmr like implementing and using like different track pieces from these other channels that they've created but don't go overboard with it i would say
2: i agree um i think that well okay i think that okay one thing you should bear well there's a huge distinction between uh Marble one and racing marble league and that is that racing marble league take uh humans submit a single marble out to um uh the race And they pay for it and it's like a sponsorship and it's a single marble team as opposed to Marbula one, which is, of course, the classic JMR teams um, from Marble League Racing. So be aware that there's a huge structure difference before we get like things saying, oh, my God, they're the same thing. Um, And yes, the track designs are different. It would be very weird if JMR just started using the Racing Marble League's tracks. I'm sure i mean, sure the Racing Marble League would love that. That's big. Uh, publicity for them but yeah because if they because then like you know would they would look so similar but I'm, I'm more just talking about the principle of of changing it up as a appo- as opposed to actually using the same track but um yeah and i don't even know if jmr should even change to a marble booster um which is like the the uh the thing instead of the elevator they use like a booster for the marbles. i don't know if they should change i don't know i think that well, that's I a discussion for another episode because there's a lot involved in making that decision but my first inclination would be not right now at the very least.
1: I mean, like, I thought we just kind of discussed a long time ago that, like, we, we ultimately prefer the launchers because, like, it doesn't stop the momentum, so it keeps the gaps uh, the same. And, like, so at least, like, if you earn a giant gap in, the, in your lead, like, you don't, as it gets stolen from you by the conveyor belt, or, like if, you, like, if you're catching up someone, like, you don't lose that, like, so that's the time you gained because you, were, you just fell, like, one section behind on the conveyor belt.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That is a initially good point. And I, of course, I said that point, I think. So I I, I agree with it. But I I don't, I think there's other factors to consider. And so I don't know. We'll have to talk about that. We'll have to talk about that in a future episode. Um, I think it's more to it than just that, even though that's like the main thing. So we'll discuss. Best thing is to say, let's table that one for a different uh, episode. All right. Um, and actually, I would love to actually get Mel's opinion on that. So when we finally are able to get Mel on and schedules are finally able to work out um, with him. Uh, I'm sure he'll have a lot of interesting opinions on that either way, to say the least. So, yeah, uh, with that being said, yeah, um, uh, we're going to gonna get into the bulk here with Pallet Park and all the things going on there. But before that, we'll do a quick trivia segment. We'll do it a little earlier today. Why not break things up? Try some new things out. So, uh, yeah, let's get to the trivia we'll see you on the other side.
1: Now it's time for the trivia segment, come on now, let's go, go, go,
0: go, go, go.
2: All right, and I think the music has played. Um, must be funny, always think, it must be funny for the live people who just hear me do this like a millisecond later, like, and they don't hear the music, and then, like, they're like, okay, well, that was a weird transition, but, yeah, uh, yeah, if y'all listening in the recording, recorded world, um, the music probably played and transitioned and whatever, so... Um, I think I'll start us off. Um, I have a simple question, but I think it's an important question uh, to note as far as uh, when we talk more about the Pallet Park today, and that is, okay, we know that Yellup pole positioned in the qualifiers, but Mm -hmm. do you remember where Yellup actually ended up finishing in the race um, uh, in in Pallet Park, the the Grand Prix?
1: Uh, Let's see here. I believe Yellup finished... uh... Hmm, that's a good question. Yelp was—I mean, they were—they were, they were all middle of the pack, actually. Uh, how far did they fall, though? I want to say seventh. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, yeah, yeah, seventh.
2: Okay, okay, seventh it is. Um, the answer is actually eleventh. Uh. Um, so it dropped quite a bit. Um, only three points to Yell's name after polling. And that's important to note because uh, marbles that can get pole position and then not maintain it like that, it, it's its really disappointing. And it shows, in my opinion, I always say a lack of experience, which is never good. Um, but like, it also just shows like a lack of, in some, okay, could be a lack of experience, but also could be like a lack of a motivation, a lack of drive to have the lead and take the lead, maybe a lack of confidence. That's also very possible because, because, leading a race is hard work because you have to be fast faster than like 20 other marbles and be aware of where they're at i guess 16 maybe um Mm -hmm. so it's it's a lot it's a lot to handle um when you're racing so it might just be that teams like mellow yellow or jungle jumpers who had that honor one time just don't have that experience and confidence yet to hold on to the to the field like that so um, I think it's a shame I would love to see FC Meloyello do well because Meloyello's kind of been disappearing into the woodwork of late as far as their performances um but man it's just been it's been it's been rough to see them drop so low in the field even even when getting pole like that so mm-hmm. um yeah that's the question I have
1: all right well uh I have a simple question as well but I think it's an important one to kind of illustrate like the current situation so in uh 20 uh pff, sorry in 20. 2020- twenty. It was, was twenty twenty. I keep like it's so weird. Marbulo one season one happened yeah, in the same year. Up. Yeah. Okay. So, but, like in season one of Marbulo one, uh, Team Momo didn't do very good at the Motorway, but they did quite a bit better, uh, back, uh, in this year for season two. And I'm I would like to know. Do you know how many places better they did? And I guess as a hint, like it was at the same racer in season one. It was Momo. In this season, it was Mimo instead. Okay. Okay.
2: Um, well, that could be substantial, actually. Um, I remember Moe, Momo being terrible season one and dragging down your fantasy. I know that for sure. Okay, that is something I do know. Um, I don't remember Momo being a uh, noticeable front runner in the previous Momo to season two. So I'm gonna go with a place difference of about. I'll go with six. And it will go with Momo in season one, placing 14th, and Momo in season two, placing. Uh, I guess uh, 14 minus six would make eight.
1: All right, so the difference is actually nine, with Momo okay. placing in 16th and oh. Nemo placing in seventh. So, like, all right, like, but, but, well, actually, well, I wasn't that far off. Like, just yeah. like, I was,
2: I was kind of close. Um, but just a I do think bit.
1: that, yeah, I think it's important to kind of point out both because, like. For one thing, that, that that might be a slight indication of what that, that uh like of like remove the pit lane being removed, but also thing like it True. shows like it also shows like I guess like how much better Mimo is, but like I can't remember Momo like has also been doing well this season as well. Like, can you look at can you pull up the individual standings real quick? Because like um, I think I do have Momo's, them
2: right here. Believe it or not, so yeah, Momo is actually in sixth overall on performance. Uh, Mimo was oh, a so Momo's actually
1: doing doing better than Mimo. So far,
2: Mimo has a first place though, so that is yes. kind of interesting to to note. Um, they started strong, they got third, and then first, and then fourth, and then just kind of disappeared. Um, but uh, yeah, they they haven't been doing bad. So, um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, they've been doing okay, but better than Momo would usually do. So that that's credit right. credit what creditors do.
1: And like, I I think that's that's kind of important to point out because like. Of what's currently happening in the overall standings after G- after uh, the pilot Park, which uh, I guess we should get into talking about now.
2: Yeah, so let's get that trivia music playing and head back to the regular episode, I guess. I mean, this is the regular episode, though, right? I mean, we're just in a different segment. So get back to the next segment.
1: That was the trivia segment. Now let's head back to the show, show, show. the oh! show.
2: Alright, we are back from the next uh from the previous segment. Next segment, we're into it. Whatever. You guys know what's going on. We're rolling. We're snowballing. Um oh, by yeah. the way, can I start with that? Because we're doing the Palo Park stuff now. Snowballs continue to disappoint me. Um, and not really with Snowy, more with Snowstorm. Um, both of them have been pretty bad. If you look at the overall, Snowy's had some Pretty bad races, Snowstorm even worse, 32nd overall. It has been just extremely disappointing to watch the mm-hmm. Snowballs compete this year. Um, I guessed wrong. That's something I have to suffer with, unfortunately, um, and it could knock me out of the top 10. My Marble Sports connoisseurness did not pull through when I was fantasy picking, I guess, this year. I guessed wrong with the Snowballs. I thought that their mediocre to above-average performance of last year was a signal that they were going to be even better this year. Instead, we see that that was the best they could do when they're dropping down. And, I, man, it's tough to see. It's tough to watch um, Snowstorm. I know it's a lack of experience for him, and I know he's got potential. But, I mean... Unfortunately, you can't even really recognize the team because Snowy is not like Snowy's obviously much better, but Snowy's no speedy. So it's not like we got one amazing racer and one bad racer. It's more like we got one decent racer and one not so decent racer. And uh, it's just it's been it's been tough to watch, especially since I picked them for my times three. Um, but yeah, Palo Park, any marbles that stand out to you immediately, Waff before we do some track rating.
1: Um, that, some certainly do, but more in the qualifiers than the actual race. Like, first of all, the Green Ducks, like, that was the, if I'm not mistaken, that oh. was the first time they haven't qualified in, for a yeah. race. But also, the um Red Eye did terribly this race. Like, wow. they Like, f- like they, they didn't, they weren't even, like, in the race for, um, pole. Like, they were, that's how bad. Like, they were, like, they were in the bottom four for qualifying. And, like, by the end, they didn't even get a, they, get a, they didn't get a point. They didn't get a single point. That's the first time. This yeah. entire season that the cat eyes didn't get a single, one. and that actually that gave the speeders such a great chance. If they had just won the race, they would have still been in the running for the podium.
2: That's and yeah, and that's interesting to think about because we were actually discussing that last week. You know, and and, and it ended up not working out because because Speedy could not overtake um, one of the best comebacks in Marbula One history. Oh my gosh! Um, and we'll what get to that play. in a moment, but um, one I think one topic at a time. But yeah, that was that was atrocious by Red Eye. I think that we have to be careful with that. We can't just immediately get upset at them because they've been so good so far. Every Marvel's right, gonna have an off right. day, and this is a weird track. We're gonna get to rating it this is. and discussing that in a second. But this is a very weird track um, with a very odd structure. So, uh, I, I okay. I want to cut Red Eye a break. Part of me is happy that, you know, because if you remember last week, we me and Moff had a quick argument. Who's going to be the overall best between the crazy cat size, Yellow Eye or Red Eye? And uh, guess who did bad this race? Red Eye. So, mm-hmm. um, see, Marvel Guy knows something. Um, I figured that Red Eye is not as consistent as Yellow Eye. Red Eye just didn't look like he was as commanding as, as uh, Yellow Eye out there on the track. Um, he was good, but not the way Yellow Eye is good, so... Um, I mean, not to say that Yellow Eye might not also get a zero next time, but very, like, less likely than Red Eye, so, um, yeah, and it was just tough to see Green Ducks as well, but every good team has their bad days and and both of those teams are in the top three right now and um, even the Savage Speeders in last season who won Marbula 1 last season have zeros up there on the board um, for a couple or one of the races so it happens right? It happens so um, you can't get too upset I think if we see another zero next week then we gotta be asking what's going on with the cat's eyes Um, and even more so if we saw a second zero from Red Eye in his next race that's going to be a very concerning aspect of this and that's gonna really drive Drag down Red Eye's overall performance average, but um, outside of that, um, for this, if in this one singular race, we got to cut him a break. I think.
1: Uh, 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 yeah, that I think that's fair. Like, it is quite a big. It's a, it's a, a fairly big deal. Like, I guess. Like, like, like they've been doing. They've been. Pull, they've been running hard this entire season. I guess. Like, like, one thing they could be tired, but also that they might be getting. It is important to know that they might be getting cocky, or at least Red Eye is, because like, that lead is pretty mm-hmm. substantial. But like, and so right. like, like if the other t- the other three teams below them just do not perform very well in the even in the next race, that uh, yeah, it can, can, it's possible. Very well with that, yeah. It's entirely possible that like if they win next race and like, like like that they that's it. That might I think that actually statistically will put them a, as a guaranteed victor. Like they they'll be they'll they will have won Marble One season two before the last two races even are run. So like they probably are just like really, they're probably feeling at least Red Eye is feeling comfortable in his current position and pie is like go out there have fun go out
2: there do whatever you want it doesn't matter we already got it and and like you know and and especially like counting on yellow eye to win a race one more time i mean that's pretty good odds and and look at like who we got we second third fourth we have thunderbolts ducks momo and we just talked about how bad momo's been in in honesty um not nearly as good as uh, our um i mean they've been better but they really have not been like oh wow Momo, that's the team I'm thinking of when I think good this season, and they're actually in fourth place, and they only have two podiums to their name, so, I mean, it's, like, the, the field under Crazy Cat Size is a very low, like, you know, low-hanging skill level right now, so, I mean, it's kind of like, cat size are up there, they're like, I mean, guys, I mean, like, they're like 60, 70, 80 points ahead, I mean, do they even have to worry um, when they might even be trying to just conserve some energy, take, you know, not really give too much effort and that probably won't come back to bite them because look, because when they look down below them, look who they see down below them. If I'm the crazy cat size, I look lower than first place. I see Thunderbolts. I'm not worried about the Thunderbolts. When, when am I ever going to be worried about the Thunderbolts? I see green ducks, maybe a little worried, but then I see them not qualify for this race. So red Eye's already like, okay, well, the, probably the biggest threat is not a big deal. Um, Team Momo, I'm not worried. And I don't see Savage Beaters till fifth place. And I see how bad Rapidly's doing, how just absolutely awful Rapidly's doing. And I'm like not worried at all. So while well, if they get zero the next three races, that's not a good thing. And that could jeopardize their winning. I mean, one zero. I mean, come on. You got to look from their perspective. They're not feeling stressed right now. They're feeling like, like can somebody at least try to win besides us,
1: right? Oh, yeah, it's so, like four I... wins. One of our fans pointed out that apparently uh, all the castas need to do is to get sixth place next race uh, to get the championship. And like, like yeah. I guess to put in perspective, like Momo. So if Momo got a all a first in the next three races, that'd be seventy five points. That would bring them up to a total of one hundred and fifty four, which is just one point above the castas current score. So basically, to to anything got they like all the if they pulled every qualifier and got the fastest lap on all three of those last races, that'd be six more points. So they can get they, they can get a max of one sixty. So, like, that's, like, that is, that's only seven points higher than him. So, like, the cat's eye is, like, even, like, for at least for that lowest point there, like, I can pretty, can quite easily beat out Momo. But, like, and, like, looking at the Thunderbolts instead, I guess, uh, 75 points, points to that. So,
2: it's, like, the cat size pretty much need to, I mean, the only way the cat size can really lose is if they get, like, under 10th place um all of the next three races. Like, you yep. know what I'm saying? Not- like It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Yep
1: max score for I, Thunderbolts is 165. So, like, like that, that gap is very small. Like, the, the cat size the Thunderbolts have Thunderbolts haven't even won a race poor. yet.
2: The, that's the problem right now. The Thunderbolts do not have the the sense of, uh, I guess, confidence or or speed or commanding racing technique to win a race in Marbula 1. And they're second place. So, if I'm the crazy cat size right now, I'm not worried at all. Because mm-hmm. I, our second place, third place, Green Ducks won one. Momo one one, but even looking below me, just below me is a team that does not even have that sense of racing ability to even win a race in Marble One.
1: Right, but so I... I,
2: it's just not even worth even worrying about. And I, I get that. Don't be cocky; it's not a good way to act out there in the field. Thing anything can happen in Marble Sports, but I could see why they're not
1: worried. Like. Like well, it's also important. But like like the Thunderbolts and even Momo don't actually don't statistically have to win every race to win. Like so, let's say Momo won two the next two and then got second on the last one. That'd be seventy points instead. But That'd they have put to win out, two. That, 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 would, that would put them out at one hundred forty nine points. So then they would have to get uh uh four one two three, five. They would need five more points to win. So they again like they like so it's technically statistically possible to only get second in one of these next races and still uh, win, but it's extremely unlikely. Like, like well, the, the top four teams also actually, they're, uh, they're also, like they, they did at the end of the video, like, they kind of highlighted in purple the teams who are also in contention for most fastest laps, and the, right. the top four are all in that content contention still. So th- those, t- those top four teams are also m- ones who have proven that they are really fast, and so the chances of getting a fastest lap point is actually fairly high for those teams.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Here's my thing. Here's here's the here's the real, in my opinion, the nail in the coffin in what we're talking about right now. I'm looking right now at the individual rankings. Okay? Individual rank- rankings. Obviously, you see crazy cat size uh, top those rankings. First place red eye, that's going to change because yellow mm-hmm. eye is not going to get zero points next race. If yellow eye gets zero points next race, I will, I will, I don't know, I will... uh I will, I will not say Marble on un- once for the whole podcast or something like that. I don't know. I'll do something crazy because he's totally going to get points that crazy. This is not going to happen. Um, uh, so they they top the first two, right? But then if you look at if you look at okay, look at teams two through five in the rankings. Okay, Thunderbolts, boom, perfect example. They have a racer in fourth place. That's very impressive. Great job, mm-hmm. Bolt, for getting in fourth place. Where is the next Thunderbolt racer? Nowhere to be seen in the top 16. And I'm not even going to scroll down on this page to find where he is. Because if, the next, if, the, if you're a top five team and your two marbles are not in the top 16 overall, then your chances of beating the crazy cat's eyes are zero. They just are. Because this is a team sport. You need both of your racers to be good. You need both of your racers to be able to have a good opportunity to podium on any given race. And so when WAF puts out those amazing statistics out there that a team in second to fifth is going to need to do first place twice, second place once, maybe even first once and second twice, but all these other random extra pole and lap points. I mean, y- you gotta have marbles in the top 16 to do that. Mm-hmm. At least to have the likelihood. So that you can take a look at Savage Beaters, Speedy in third. I mean, rapidly, I know, is at the actually very yeah. bottom. He's 40th. Um, uh, Billy, the only teams fifth?
1: I, 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 just based on that that statistic, like the, the two teams that have the highest chance in the top four of beating the, uh, or at least the top, f- the bot, the, bo- the the second top three, uh, if that's the right term, would be uh, Momo and the and the Ducks because they both have their marbles in the top sixteen.
2: Yeah, yeah, and they're twelfth and thirteenth. And they're, okay, like, they're both and ne- so... they're,
1: no- they're next to each other too. Like Mimo Me- 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 and uh, Billy are pretty similar in terms of their stats Mo- as well Memo as and Mallard and Momo. Oh, sorry, Momo and 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 Billy, Billy are similar, yeah. and then Mallard and Mimo are very similar in points. So they're both like uh, equals to each other. So, like it's actually gonna be a pretty interesting battle, I think, between the Thunderbolts and Momo for, for second, at least second place. Yeah. I think that's my. No, I, I agree be. with that.
2: Um, I think, and and that's um, based on what we just said here. That's why I think the Thunderbolts are not actually likely to take second. I would put it on Billy. I mean, the Green Ducks or Momo. Because yes, I mean, and yes, and and so, you know, for, for the Thunderbolts, big deal they they don't even have their second marble in the, in the in the top 16 but even for the for the green ducks and for momo when you're looking at red eye first yellow eye second you got mallard at 12th and mimo 13th so they're still in that top 16 they're still in that top half and they're still a really good racing marble but i mean to to be able to to get the next three races to have any chance of you getting first second first something like that you need more than that you need mm-hmm. mallard or mimo in a top 10 racing place and that's just something we don't see. Um, and so, yes, they're going to battle well for second. I honestly, if, if I'm going to throw it out there, Green Ducks are your second place team this year. That's just what it's going to be. Mm. That's what I think. Um, I, I see Mimo third. I see I Mimo mean, third. I see Thunderbolt's fourth, Um, but maybe third. So see, we'll see. I that.
1: that's a pretty good prediction. Like, like, like. Well, I think it would be absolutely phenomenal if like there's actually a, a legitimate battle for that first that would place be crazy spot. If there was I think, but we all so like. Cool. I am already kind of ready to accept that the the, the cats are going to win. So I'm actually more interested in seeing this battle for second. That's what Me I'm too. really interested in seeing. Uh, actually, can we um, so I think uh the bot the the three teams below the cats eyes only have one fastest lap point each. Do you know which marbles have those fastest lap points? Can, can we check I that? I not.
2: It's just like a. Oh, this is a check thing, not a trivia thing. Yeah, no, um, no, no, no. I, th-
1: I think I th- I'm assuming it would be million Mimo and Billy, right? I would think it would be. Them. Okay, well,
2: Billy has a 26, so he has one. Speedy right. has a 26, so he oh, has and one. M- M- has Momo, a. Momo number, has 21. So 21, right? Yeah. So, oh, so, yeah, so, so no, has. So it's Momo um, and Billy. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, and Oh, Yeah, one. Bolt. Bolt has it too. Bolt has a 21. So the 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 ones who got the fastest lap on their teams is Bolt. Uh, Momo and and Billy, the the top three of their of each of their teams. So yeah, I guess statistically that just kind of correlates up there. The the marble yeah. who has the fastest laps are the ones who are placing the best.
2: Yeah, yeah, because of what it shows is that um they're they they have speed, and then unlike other marbles, because there's other marbles with speed, Raspberry Racers mm-hmm. have speed, Savage Speeders have speed. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, and there are, and there are other teams that you could name as speed like Hazers, but it, they have Hazies in eighth, so you got to give them credit. But there's other teams with speed. They know how to use that speed out in the race. They know how to use that speed when going up against other marbles in a race situation. That's your difference. That's your difference between, um, between, I mean, honestly, that's the difference between Billy and Mallard. That's the difference yeah. between Momo and Nemo. And that's why crazy cat's eyes are in the space they are because all those marbles have speed. And in honesty, if you, if you, I'm looking at the screen in front of me. Of course, I always like to remind you guys, if you're listening to the show and you go over to the YouTube channel, you get the visual aspect. I'm looking at the ranking top 15 marbles right here. I will, I would go as far as to say all 15 marbles in the top 15 have speed. That's not even an argument that I think that is worth talking about. I mean, they do. They're, they're, they're the fastest. They're racing in Marby the One and JMR. They are the elitest marbles on the planet. They all have speed. The difference is the crazy cat size have two marbles on their team that know how to use that speed. They know how to go out there on the track and and not just be fast, but be fast at the right times. Be fast in the right places. You know, um, be aware of the positions of other marbles on the track and use that to their advantage um, to be fast at the right times. As opposed to some of the other teams where it seems only one marble has that ability. I mean, Actually, rapidly, I don't even want to talk about. But, <laughs> I mean, Bolt, Billy, Momo seem to be the marbles with that ability, but it kind of drops down into, like, less overall awareness and talent to mallard and Mimo. they have speed but they're not able to use it as as well and i think that's
1: experience actually can you look at like um from in the top 16 uh or like the, the bronze places i'm seeing 16s instead of 15s which i if not a mistake, it means that they also got fastest laps so mallard also has no, a I'm fastest sure. lap point no,
2: no no um uh 17 is um uh with the fastest lap bronze uh oh is it are- or, yeah, or or is that is that seven, I think 17
1: year. is like well, remember fastest lap is also combined with uh like you just get a point for polling so maybe they have two points bonus there because I thought 15 points was for but was like, for third place I don't
2: see any 15s on here I don't see any 15s exactly
1: which was what I'm saying like I think that 16 like mean, indicates that like they got a fast lap I am, right but
2: but like they're
1: oh they're, no they're because when
2: they bold oh, oh okay I see how it is when they bold the number that means fastest lap I believe wait let me okay. let me check that.
1: Um, um, there's probably a legend. at the, oh, the, the bottom. Oh, or pole
2: position is bold. Italic is fastest lap. Okay, so oh. sorry, we we're reading it a little long. So actually, um, uh, so pole. Your your uh, your top four here. Uh, Speedy Bolt, Billy, uh, Billy, all have all got pole. Well Momo was the only one up here to actually get a fastest lap. Bolt got fastest lap, but he got five points in that race for some reason. Um, okay. uh, sixteen is the normal bronze points for this year. That was different from last year, actually, a little bit. I
1: think. Maybe interesting. So, so there. So, uh, yeah. That ch- that does change a few things, I suppose. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know it was sixteen points for your third. That's a very strange number to go with. Yeah,
2: like, yeah. I mean, I mean, you see, you see that how it makes sense though. Um, Speedy Bolt Billy, some of your best racers. They right. get, can get. They can get pole position. Pole position is expected. I expect at least one pole position from those names um, uh, during the course of. Um, uh, a full Marbula one season. Now in the other side of the coin, if you look at the crazy cat size, we have no pole positions from them, which, which even, which even bolsters the point I just made that they're fast. And you know, they may not get the pole position, but they're fast marbles, but they know how to use the speed. So yeah, they're not going to start in first all the time, but they know how to use the speed. And you saw mm-hmm. yellow. I do it in race one. He was not pole race one. He was high up there. He was like second, but he was not pole. But he came out there and he commanded that lead the full time. That's the kind of confidence you see from a veteran team that's been around a long time like the Crazy Cat's Eyes. That's the kind of um, thing you see from a team that just has raw speed. People mm-hmm. ca- discount the Crazy Cat's Eyes because they're not super great in Marble League because they have to do weird things like underwater race and, and long jump and high jump and curling. I mean, that's mo- that's a, there's a lot of difficulty in all those things. I mean, remember, we saw the Bumblebees do good in high jump in the last Marble League. I mm-hmm. mean, that's, that's odd. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying, so, um, you know the, the the when you get out there on the track and it's just racing, um the crazy cat size are a veteran team who know what they're doing and not yeah. just being fast
1: but using the speed well. So have they been doing good in five meter sprints and stuff, or
2: I'm not aware of that I feel like I feel like from what I remember and I could be wrong about this, I feel like from what I remember, um they they do well at more raw speed events than they do like the weird long jump stuff. But hmm. I'd have to look into that. Uh, they, they, they've been doing can...
1: so good at racing this season yeah. that I, I feel like, like maybe they are like a, just a racing team. But like, uh, there have been racing uh, based events just based on speed in the marble. Yeah, but they're league.
2: different. They're different, and they and and don't forget, they don't get pole position. Crazy Cat's Eyes have not gotten pole position once. So I remember, they, it's not they, necessarily yeah. just just racing. It's racing in the context of with other marbles, right? If, so um, yeah, that's true, like
1: drafting is a thing that they can do here, but they can't yeah. do that in five meter sprint. Yeah,
2: and even just slight collisions and just knowing when marbles are gonna take bad routes in front of you so you know what routes to take. I mean, that's all part of it. And and so yeah, yeah, I definitely um uh I don't know. Crazy cat's eyes are, are more skilled in, in this particular area. Um I, it carries over decently to like sprint events, but I think well, maybe we'll take but keep a closer eye on the eye on them this year. Into uh, into the, into the uh, marble, mm-hmm. but
1: yeah. That being I, said, um, um I, just well, I before we, we talk about the, <laughs> the s- sorry, yeah, sorry. Before we talk about the uh, the uh, Mid- the midnight whisks, so man, like the uh, for individuals, point like the the battle for the top individual marble is still actually fairly uh in contention. Like, did was I'm assuming Speedy was the one who won it last year, right? Oh yeah, yeah, in space. So so Speedy can still be the first repeat individual team too still. That's that's still something they could fight
2: for. Oh, that would be so good now that you mentioned that. That would be awesome if the Savage Beaters always find a way to be annoying and win something. That would be (laughs) wouldn't that be awesome? So even in the Savage Beaters bad year, they find a way to be a repeat champion of something. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I actually want to see
2: that now. I want ca- to see that, that, that now. That'd be hilarious. And with Red Eye getting zero points in this race, oh my god, bro. This could happen. We actually could see Savage Peters have the first repeat uh, single uh, marble victor. Which actually, would mean that, that the Savage Peters came about. away from this not empty.
1: Yeah, not to think about like, like, like Who's actually in contention for top individual like still? still Is it just the top six? I just think. top four. Not even the top
2: six. I mean, like no, Billy no, and Momo no, would have no. to literally win their next two races.
1: Well, like, well so it's, um, for Momo, let's say let's say they they got oh, like, Momo is only going to be racing how many more times? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Six. Um, one more time. One more. Uh, only. Uh, wait. Only one more. Did yeah, they double up? Yes. Well, did they, they double up?
2: up? No, they didn't double up. He's racing once more though because he he was started and there's only twelve races. So,
1: he started hey, see, at one. So, so Momo can only get twenty five plus t- um two at max, so twenty seven points max. And same with
2: Billy because Billy doubled up, so Billy only has got one, two, because each race was six times. So um, So if you look at Speedy, Speedy has not doubled up, and so he's one more. Um, Red Eye only has one more. Um, Yellow Eye is the most likely winner, unfortunately, with two more. So so Speedy would have to like podium and win next or win next race. no bolts doubled up here. Look, so he only some more. Um, no, no, no,
1: no bolts. Bolts only got five. Oh, you're right. No, bolt's, bolt's got five on here right now. So they they still have one more race they can do.
2: Yeah, but he and he has sixty six. So I guess it's possible. But red, okay, red, okay. If Speedy has a good next race, um, final race, and Yellow Eye has one bad race, there is a good. There's a chance Speedy could win. But Yellow Eye is likely to take this. He's got two more races, and I would bet money that he doesn't score zero in either of them. So, um. Hmm. I mean, he is your best Marvel One Racer, in my opinion. I mean, I think you're looking at the best one when you talk about um, Yellow Eye. So, yeah, I
1: mean, um, I, mean I, I just after like like that uh that poll that Red Eye had in race seven, like that like, in, in race four actually did kind of change things for me. But like with that recent performance, Yellow Eye is probably is definitely looking like the more, uh the more distinguished racer, even with like the fact that they they have two golds and a bronze comp- as compared to Red Eyes two golds and a silver.
2: Right. No, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I think I think that's that's the that's the, okay. That is the that is part of being like a marble sports analysis. It's not just about looking at the numbers. Right. A lot of people just look at numbers. A lot of people just come here, like, okay, well, red eye's a little, a little bit better, so he's a little better. No. Uh it's about looking at how they race more than that. So when you have so close numbers like Red Eye and Yellow Eye, I mean, like, come on, they both have two first places. So they're both good. We know mm-hmm. that. All right? well, who races better when we watch them? And in my opinion, Yellow Eye has a more commanding um, tone to his racing. He has a more a dexterous movement, and that's why I picked him, and I think I think it's going to work out. And, and when you watch him race, he's better at taking advantage of the mar- other marbles' mistakes. He's better at being aware of where the other marbles are, and that's, that's part of it. So um, it's a small difference. I mean, Red Eye is a really good racer. You cannot knock him. He's in first place right now, but, I mean... I, if you really want to get into the nitty gritty, I think Yellow Eyes, are you're more consistently good cat's um, eye racer. So, indeed. Um, with with that being said, we gotta actually we have not rated the track yet. So let's talk about the track. Let's rate the track, and then we'll uh, we'll touch on the Midnight Wisps as we yeah. bring this one to uh, a close. Uh,
1: I guess I'll start us off. Uh, so it's meant to look like a palette, and like the, the general shape does, but like the, the the overall size doesn't like like isn't the same. I guess roundness to it. I suppose they didn't want to right. make it too big because like and like and I can definitely see how like that could cause a lot of problems, but um looking at the design like having that the uh like at the the first ramp like having like that guide go and, like so dead center in the middle like I'm trying to figure out why they did that because marbles could still jump over it and then go down the ramp and like so I didn't I don't think there was a, a risk of them getting stuck on the big bank turn I'm not, so I'm not really sure what the purpose of of like for, trying to force most marbles down the left side of the ramp was it just seemed kind of very strange to me. Um, the, uh, the 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 track because of its shape almost looks more like an M, which makes it feel like more like a mellow yellow track in a way. Uh, I I did kind of like the sculpture in the background. I, I the, the fact that it works out so well, that's pretty nice. But um, in terms of like I guess the the like the right, I actually think I was actually kind of a fan of how short the race was. It kept you on your toes, So it didn't it didn't its welcome because I think that actually right. went out to, to its its favor. This so this is probably one of the more entertaining races. Um. We didn't really mention, like, we're going to mention, like, how, like, the, the Midnight wis made a big comeback, but, like, Momo also was on their way to making a big comeback, too. They kind of fell back towards the end, but, like, there were a lot of, like, there's a lot of fighting, like, despite, like, like uh, inevitably we did have the blue flag situation, which I completely saw coming, but, like, not nearly as bad as I expected it to be. I thought it would happen a lot more. So, like, even though, the, like, this track was so short, the marbles were still constantly in contention for different positions. At the like almost right. throughout the entire race, like like you could never count out this the the whiffs or the or Momo, uh, like in the middle of the race, like there was still like up in the air of who was going to get where. So okay. um, yeah, yeah. I guess for a number, in inter- like uh design, I'm not the I'm not really a big fan of, but uh in terms of uh I guess per- perform the performance, I think really more than makes up for it. I'd say so. I'd say maybe a seven. I might be I'd, that'd be a little bit generous. Uh, but I I'm feeling seven right now.
2: Okay. Okay yeah I think that's fair um for me it's for me it's a nine to ten it, it for me really? it's a nine of ten absolutely um and for a very simple reason you know guys you guys know that I've been very very kind of focused on taking tracks to the next level, right? You know, not just putting Marble Drum track out there in a different shape, but doing something different that actually makes, you know, it contributes to the race on the track, not just putting more decorations around it, but putting things on the track. Now, I personally think, and this might be the first time, it might not be the first time this has happened. You might have to check me on this. But I think that uh, if you look about uh, halfway through the first sector, when you have that, chevron that divides the track into two lanes not just for a second but for a, a full three pieces of straight plus a full turn i think that was a really big deal for me um that was the one of the biggest contributive factors to why this race was so exciting you saw lots of passing lots of speed change, lots of um, direction change because of that lane split. Marbles that took that inside line would gain two, three places sometime uh, and have a lot of speed going out of that, which would help them a lot into the into the the next in the coming lap. So every single lap was meaningful. And in even, even with some leads developing, you never stratified too much. You never got too boring out there because it was always that one place where if you take the inside line and the other marble takes the outside line, there's a lot of ground gained there. And that's something that, um, I know that's a small thing you know they didn't go they didn't theme those obstacles but that's something that i'm talking about like even just that addition is a huge deal for how the race was to be exciting because if they if they did what they normally do and just put that little uh red and white thing on the border of the turn then it's not nearly as exciting a race it's actually a boring race because there's not much changing up there's not much um speed changes it's just like a hairpin, then a bank turn, which was not bad by the way. I do like the bank turn, and then their hairpin. So I think that should be called out. That's really important. Um, I do like the track design. Uh, I think it's interesting. Uh, the straights and the hairpins. I think it uh, it's it's it looks a lot different than a lot of other tracks. So it stands out. It's a track I won't forget. Which, which you know, whether you actually do what I would love and theme the track with your obstacles and stuff like that, um, or you actually, or you just make it if you choose such a weird shape that you can't forget it that's important and I, this shape is memorable so i think it's a big deal um i like the speed of the track you have a lot of straights i like the banked turn i feel like the bank turn is in an odd place i don't know why they don't have banked hairpins i don't know why they don't do that they only did that in the first race and they kind of stayed away from that i don't know why but they should have more of those um i but i'm glad they included it um so yeah this is just overall a really good track um and it's a nine out of ten. You're not going to get a ten out of ten yeah. into me until I see some <laughs> primaries touch right on the track. Like I don't know. I mean, literally, as as far as coloring the track pieces so they're primary colors. But um, well, if you you had some,
1: uh, you know, like like as, like uh, hearing all what you said, like also watching the race on the screen right now. Like I, like this is some of the fat, the the fastest paced and most engaging racing that I think this entire season. So you know, I think I was bumped up to an eight out of ten. I also like, nice. I didn't mention. But like uh, uh uh, Greg Woods' tower is also a primary theme. They changed that up too. It's so, so like so off the track stuff. Um, they did some things to to add some primary theming to it. So you know, agree. Give them some props for that.
2: Um yeah. Um, I think the um outside the track theming was great this time. I really love the primary sculpture. I love it. It's just cute and awesome, and and really yeah. adds to the experience. Um, I like the Greg's tower is a primary colored um i that stuff is great that stuff is great um or some tower primary color i don't know if that's greg or just the official sitting there
1: oh um, oh you might I, be right where, where is greg yeah, that looks like
2: the official I think greg's on the side so but they have like a they have like a you know they have nice theming. it almost feels like if you gave team primary the task of creating a, a, a course that this is exactly what they oh, would i see, come I, up see with. It, I, I see greg now it nine out of ten feels like that Oh, yeah, you see Greg. Oh yeah, he's yeah, in the left, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. He's next to this. He's in the the, the left stands on the, like the far right side of it. You'll see, you'll see okay. him. Oh yeah, I just... see
2: him too. I see him. Yeah. All right. um, yeah. So
1: I guess uh, we need to talk about the the, the wisps. Oh, yeah. dude, that was amazing. Dude,
2: I don't know. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how it happened. Um, but it just slowly a slow climb, a slow climb and um that is something that is not possible on every track that is true and i think one of the contributing factors to the Wisps being able to do that is being so good um uh, on that uh divided track piece that goes right to the curve because they were, they were i don't i'd have to look at the race to really get an idea but you might find that the midnight wisps were very consistently taking that inside line um through the first sector um and that one turn and um uh, so that could be, that could be a big deal for that, so, um, I don't um,
1: know. Brendan? Yep. So, I think uh, YouTube didn't like having so much uh, JMR footage this time for some reason. The stream just went down. For con-
2: <laughs> Did it actually?
1: Yeah, which is, this is weird. We've had JMR footage a lot, plenty of times, so I, okay, well, I'm sorry for our YouTube watchers, but uh, we, I, oh, we, can't, we can't stop because I got, we're running out of time, so we're just gonna keep going. Yeah. Uh, I, I uh, lime lime was pretty slow, uh, but they, they they I think they they ended up they interrupted. Well, lime lime is always
2: bad. They almost yeah. got overlapped again. Yeah,
1: they they actually got a blue flag for interfering uh, with uh wasp uh, waspy, but waspy still managed to win. So I think that's that's okay. And if waspy had like did not win, that might have been like a or wait wait did wait did lime lime block uh uh speedy or waspy?
0: Um,
2: I think waspy. I think waspy.
1: Okay, so if that's if that's the case, like, then, like, it didn't affect the race too much, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I think, like, uh, like, I wish I could watch it right now, but the <laughs> year two just went down. Uh, yeah, I don't
2: know. I don't know what's going on. I mean, it's hard to, I don't know You were literally on the lap, at...
1: too, that that was going to happen on, so I was like, oh, I'm waiting, I was like watching it this entire time, okay, let, let's see what happens.
2: Yeah, we want to, we want to look at that, but, uh for some reason um this really weird really weird thing to happen um yeah i mean in truth um overall of course uh Waspie, that was just really impressive um unfortunately they're not super consistent as a team but um i mean i think i think that the midnight wisps are often overlooked they kind of do that though cuz the, the wisp will do that stuff they'll do like a crazy comeback but then they'll not really hear from them again for another like 17 races so it's like you know we notice them and then we forget them but um a, oh, my stream is no longer being blocked due to the copyright issues. So here we hey, go. Hey, that's guys. great. Um, I mean, we're back.
1: The um, facecam is still working.
2: I don't know what I'm gonna do about that. I might, I might pull up the video. I might try it again next time. And if it happens again, just not be able to show the videos, but I'll always be able to show fantasy stuff stats. I and think unfortunately, cor- ha- fantasy has not been updated yet. So probably. I think it had more to do
1: with how mu- how long the footage was on the screen. I think we, generally before we've, right. we've jumped around more often. So I think that was the problem.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, uh, was the the sound wasn't playing? Hopefully, I'm assuming. I, I don't think it was. No, so. I
2: don't have the sound on for that. So, I mean, that's you the... guys. But uh, it's done, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, but uh. Like yeah. The 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 wisps they did incredible. Like I guess can we try pulling up the footage now to see where, what happened on that that twenty like lap twenty two or twenty three like who got blocked? I'm not gonna
2: touch the footage anymore today. We're gonna just be aware of that. Um. It, I actually do remember it because I watched the race not too long ago. Um. I'm, Lime, Lime, i think it was waspy just just in front kind of like in the previous couple races ago when there was that overlapping situation just hmm. uh um you know not letting him pass and stuff like that and, and just like uh, that display of, of unsportsmanlike conduct um interesting that the track was so fast and so um interesting that we had overlapping situations so we got yeah. to give that too that's that's good um but yeah guys um we're gonna we're getting towards the end of the episode so let's get through our emails for the week and uh we'll get out of here um Of course, please, if we missed anything you want to talk about from this race, you can email in mswpodcast at gmail.com. And you can be like these people who are emailing in their thoughts. So we have one from Alex this week um, and one from Richard. So we'll do his first. Um, Richard writing in about Marvel Comics. He says, what do you think if they did a comic showing what the marbles are doing between the Marvel events? Um,
1: Uh, I feel like didn't I see something like that before? I feel like I've seen something like that before. Like, like, only, yeah, I like. don't think it was official, I, I but like it was like fan created. I know, like, uh, yeah, it's like, like
2: unofficial stuff. Yeah, like a
1: lot of like Piney is fan art of like like Marvels at like like right. on like snow ski resorts or like eating like like, like, like eating at a restaurant. <laughs> so like, th- there are fans who do stuff like that, but I don't know if like they'll ever be uh official. Like, I guess like the the rollouts technically, yeah, like add official lore for what they do. But like, comic wise, I mean, that's certainly a possibility. That maybe like. Uh, maybe the the magazine with like a comic strip that you could try and figure out that that, like i i could see it happening but like uh i'm not sure when i think it's more of it's like a fan has to kind of approach them with the idea and then like see if they can work it out
2: yeah no yeah um i i I think that would be really cool though i really do think that would be cool um uh i feel like that kind of like like offset said it's kind of happening there's fan art so you kind of get a, a gist but like an official thing like an official like comic focusing maybe one team per week what what, what they're talking about in the locker room what they're talking about between events um yeah I, I would i would be fine with that i think that would be very interesting um just it would just add to the to the experience you feel like the teams aren't just the teams on the saturday when you watch the video but they're the teams all the time so i think that would just be an added value um mm-hmm. But if it doesn't happen. I'm not, you know. There's a, there's a lot of fan art out there, so I think it's not the end of the world. But um, yeah, cool idea. Um, all right, and the final email for tonight. Um, today, whenever you're listening to this, uh, Alex is cool. Uh, send in ricochet. Ricochet, get it? I mean, Mark, well, you got to get it at this point. Oh ricochet, my gosh, ricochet. I'm not even gonna explain it right now. <laughs> the episode. I'm just too tired after all this episodizing to explain that again. But I mean, if you if you want me to, I'll do it. Okay, fine. It's like,
1: marbles, no. when Brandon, they bump off things, I have to go to work.
2: And the announcer, Rick O'Shea, is playing on that word ricochet by turning it into a first, middle, initial, last name situation. Rick O'Shea. So there you go. Um, all right, so Alex says, I'm going to be backlogged on emails for a while as my mom has taken away my iPad for a long time. Oh, well, that sucks. I'm sorry about that. And I hope uh, I hope that... Uh, it's not as bad as it seems. Uh, I don't know what to say. I, I that it, it sucks. I, I I remember when I was younger, that would happen to me too a little bit. When I do something wrong, you just lose your video games or whatever. So it sucks. It's just like a, a, a tough time to get through as you don't as you're bored most of the time. Um, yeah. So that's oh, so he sent this email last week, by the way. But uh, he had another one last week. We're backlogged, like he said. So I'm reading this one this week to give you more Alex. Um, <laughs> however, I'm going to send multiple emails. And please read one of the weekly emails each week. And that, and that he did. Um, the first email is how I rejected, how I was rejected because you love to see me suffer. Yep, we read that one. Unfortunate. Um, a girl by the fake name of Quillo. Her real name is pretty close. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Uh, he came up with a fake name for, for fun. Um, was the cool. And she sat right next to me in the math. In the math. Oh, in, in the math. math. And we talk sometimes. Valentine's Day. I made her a card with some flowers and a little pack of Starburst. When I got home, she blocked me and everything. Oh my god! So no happy ending here. Uh, yeah, that's uh, a bit of a doubter. Um, not. Sh-
1: uh I don't. It's it's hard to tell with Alex sometimes when he's being serious, when he's making it, when he's making a he's joke. Being, I think he's
2: being serious here. But, like if it's um, serious, I
1: I'm sorry about that. I, if she like if she blocked you over just giving her candy, uh, she was not worth it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um. So you gave her. Man, I don't understand people these days. I I I forget what what is he in high school like? Uh, he,
0: he's not even,
1: only he's only thirteen yet.
2: Okay, so he might be really young, but middle school probably. So, I, I don't know. Middle school, high, early high school, like dating stuff is just ridiculous and confusing. So, uh, a, <laughs> I don't know. I, I man, my okay. Well, advice. Um, there's not much I can do now because this happened like two weeks ago. But uh, three, four, but I would say that um, if you see her, the best thing to do, especially since, okay, because I mean, in the situation right now, um, you don't have a lot of chance with this girl for some reason. I don't know why, but you should find out why she did that. You should find out you should try to find out why, because that might. okay for a couple reasons, first of all, maybe by addressing her on that, you might be able to work things out. Maybe you never know. Um, Not saying anything is always not a good way to handle things. Yeah. Um, But also, even if you don't, aren't able to work things out into a positive ending for this uh, tough story, just maybe asking her and maybe getting some sort of response of like why that even happened, you might be able to know that for the future. Like yeah. maybe, oh, like, you know, maybe... Because, like, you know, she might say maybe, oh, I don't feel like I knew you that much, so a Valentine's gift would have been weird, you know? Because if you only talk to this girl in math class, then, well and you didn't talk any other times after that, then that might be weird. But if you talked a lot after that, and you felt like you had a really, a much closer relationship with this girl, and then she still did that, then I'd be very confused. Maybe she just didn't know how to respond to someone being nice like that because you guys are so young, um, and just got scared, and maybe really is kind of waiting for you to really address this and hopefully try to talk it out. So I would say your best chance or best way to learn for the future, what not to do, is to really ask her. Okay, why'd you do that? What's going on? Um, say it in better words than I'm giving yeah. you. But, be polite, um, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and just you know, try to get some information at least, and maybe um, maybe things even work out. You guys are young. I, I a lot of times, um, you know, I I've seen times where like uh, young people have made drastic decisions um, over little things, but then like made up really quickly and actually. Ended up really good because they talked it out, and you know, and and you know, they just didn't know what to do at first. But then, like, you know, things are always better once you guys face to face talk it out. So that would be I would yeah. recommend. Yes, it's going to be hard, but I guarantee you that there will be a lot of general respect for you if you were able to do that. Now, I don't know if it's too late because it's like a month later, so that'd be very. I, it might be too late, mm-hmm. but in the future, if that happens to you and 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 you're confused, well, then try to address it within the week. I don't know. I don't know. That's my advice. Wolf, what do you think?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't know if it's, like, if, like, this story is, like, how old the story is, is but, like, I think definitely you need to, like, actually try working out, because, like, if you're sitting next to her in math, it's just gonna be very awkward, like, every single day, like, five days a week, you're just sitting there, and, like, like, you just have this awkward tension between you. So, at the very least, try and work out a friendship just so that, like, it doesn't, yeah. like, just get awkward. I think yeah. that would yeah. I think that'd I be would the
2: say. best. I would say that's good advice as well. Um, Wolf, the dating guy. Um, <laughs> t- Yes. So uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week. Um, always yes. a pleasure to bring you guys Marble Sports in all of its glory. And remember to write in. I mean, I haven't. I can't stress it enough for all the people that weekly watch, and there are a bunch of you. I could. It would. I could not fit the magnitude of people that watch this show. Uh, um, in a, in my house, even it's just there's a lot of people. So yeah, it's not millions, crazy. but it's a bunch. And y'all should email in so we can talk about anything. Um, and Marbles, primarily. Primary Palette Park. Uh, so yeah. With that being said, Waff, take us out for the week, and we'll see you guys next time. All right,
1: roll on, Marvel sports fans.